This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right, I'm your host, John Rush, Rush to Reason, KLZ 560. No guests this hour, so lines are open if you want to call in and talk about anything we've covered already or something that we haven't and you'd like to comment on it, feel free to do so. 303-477-5600. You can text us as well. 307-200-8222. 307-200-8222. So give us a call. Anything you want to chat about, we're here. OPEC. As we all know, I guess it's OPEC plus now, but OPEC has agreed to the biggest oil production cut, not increase, but cut since the start of the pandemic. They are going to reduce daily output by 2 million barrels, 2 million barrels. And that will, of course, boost prices and at the end of the day, help Russia, help Moscow, which... Nobody seems to ever want to talk about the fact that the Russians and OPEC are in bed together. Joe, what's going on? John, this is an encore presentation of a previous comment, so I won't be able to take your answer. (laughs) It's hilarious. (laughs) I got, anyway. um, You want to talk about the uh, the lie about climate change making hurricanes? Oh, uh, sure. Let's do it. I I talked about it a little bit, uh, you know, even before the hurricane came. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. But yeah, go ahead. I know you're on vacation. Did you hear Don Lemon trying to argue with the guy from FEMA? He kept about... Uh, he, I did not did, see that. No, go ahead. Tell me about it. For those who didn't hear it, so they, on uh, CNN, yeah, Don Lemon, of course, so he got... Who, by the way, has been demoted, on, right? Been demoted. Anyway, I think it was like his last show. Anyway, he's got some spokesman from FEMA on, and, he's, and he says, well, you know, th- this hurricane isn't this indicative of you know, the worsening and increasing intensity of climate change. And the the guy says, well, you, know, you really can't make that sort of conclusion from a single weather event. Right. And Lemon keeps coming back at him, trying to get him to say, yes, Ian is proof of climate change. And the guy keeps coming back saying, no, you really can't do that. And Lemon says, well, I used to live there, so I know I know they are. So, jeez. Oh, <laughs> <geez. laughs> yeah. So, you're so really- Don's now an expert on climate, evidently. Yeah, you know, I'll try to find that clip. But he's saying, well, because I lived there 20 years ago, I know more about hurricanes. You work for FEMA, but because I lived in Florida 20 years ago, I know that hurricanes are getting more intense. And, and yet, uh, you know, we had Gregory the- Wrightstone on on Monday. I think you, I don't know if you listened to that show or not, Joe, but even even he was saying that actually, because of the little bit, and it hasn't warmed ab- enough, but you know, a lot, but because of the warming of the temperatures in the oceans, which, again, they cycle up and down because they're a little bit warmer. We actually have less intense hurricanes now than we've been having. And I don't, yes, and I don't know if you had a chance to um, to look at it, but I actually sent you, I think it was this Yeah, morning. I looked at that graph. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no data to support what they're saying. None. Yeah, it, it, shows, that, it shows that we had a, that the real peak occurred about 15 years ago, and it's right. been up and down, completely random. Scattered. Correct. But if anything, uh, over the past three or four years, the frequent it's the chart of both the number and then of those numbers you know what what percentage were categories four and five and over the last five years both the frequency and intensity are far below where they were 15 years ago so right there's absolutely nothing to no we, we actually are on a downward trajectory right now not an upward trend absolutely Absolutely correct. And again, so, I, by the way, Joe, I'll be the first to say we could very easily get back to the other way where things cool a little bit and it could go up again. I mean, the reality is they're still going to occur. It has nothing to do with what we're doing. 
100% correct. So is the climate change? Yes, climate change is We, have, we live on a dynamic planet. You and I both know that, Joe. Things are going to change. Absolutely, yes. And I, by the way, I found the chart. But um, by the way, the peak hurricane, uh, it looked like 1990 and 1992 were two peak years, followed by then 96 and 98, and it's been downhill ever since. Right. So, a little bit of a not, spike not, in like 2018, but again, you, you right. almost have to throw that one out uh, because at, since then we literally have been going down and down and down for the last, you know, what is it, six years or more? Yep. Six, yep. seven years? Six, seven years. So, yeah, it's, it's just been downhill. So there, there's no— And, and, and really no, quick, at the beginning of the year, there was predictions we were going to have a really hellacious hurricane 14, season this year. 14. hasn't happened. They predicted uh, back in May, and I sent you the articles— they predicted back in May, and there were all these news stories, USA Today, you know, CNN, that we we're going to have 14 mm-hmm. major storm, tropical storms and hurricanes hit the U.S. mainland this hurricane season. Now, the peak of the hurricane season is September 10th. Well, we've had one. Right. And, and it was you know, a big May- one. No, no doubt about it. It was a big one. And that was that one, by the way, hadn't hit that area in, what, 100 years or so, Joe? Right. And, and, but are we going to get 13 more in the no. next three weeks? No. No. It, it's not, it's not going to happen. No, in fact, I think they're predicting none at this point from what I've seen. Exactly, yeah. So I, I think that was the end. We're going to get one instead of the 14. Yeah. By the way, and you did see Biden say the most important thing you can do for hurricane preparedness. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. That's right. That's right. That That's the ticket. That's going to save you. When you're, under, no, when you're you know. drenched with water and 150-mile-an-hour winds, that vaccination will save your life, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Don't get batteries. Don't get bottled water. <laughs> How crazy! Don't, don't evacuate. Don't evacuate. Don't you know? Don't get. Don't fill your car up with gas. The number one thing you have to do is get vaccinated. That's yep. the most important part of hurricane preparedness you have to do. Hey, while while you're with me, you sent me something the other day, and I, I looked up some data to make sure that it in fact was correct. And I want to. And you know me. I always want to make sure that we are you, factual John, in the things you. that we say. You doubt me, John? I'm hurt. No, I didn't. I'm no, I didn't crushed. doubt you. You had asked me a question about the, there's a there's a guy out there running around with one of the new Hummer EVs talking about how long right, it takes right. to charge. And so you asked me, is this you know probable in what he's actually saying? And this is the one thing that again I think as conservatives even we've got to be careful when we ditz something because this guy's basically ditzing the fact as to how long it takes to charge up his hundred twenty thousand dollar you know nine thousand pound Hummer EV. And yes, because of the battery size alone, Joe. Unless there's some sort of new technology that comes out that makes charging even faster than what it is now on DC. The reality is on a regular level two type charger, which is a 240 volt, uh, 40 amp, 50 amp charger. Yeah, you're going to take me, my Chevy Bolt takes an hour to gain 50 miles. Well, when you think about a 9,000 pound and it's got, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going from memory here, Joe, I, I sent you the exact numbers, but the battery in that Hummer versus my Bolt is about five times larger. Right. So it's going to take five times longer to charge it. Duh. Right. I, think he, I think he said two days. And again, uh, I sent it to you for verification because he said two days to fully charge his Hummer on a level two charger. Uh, I know he said if he just plugs it into a 110, which you got to be crazy. It would take, it'd take more than a week to do it if he did it that way. Right. Um and, and then a level two could very easily take him. I doubt that it would be two solid days. But again, I got to do the math because if you look at the kilowatt hours of his vehicle, even versus mine, mine completely dead. I'd have to charge it overnight, six, six to eight hours to get a full charge again. So he's five times the battery size I am. If he drains that thing all the way down to zero, it could take two days to recharge. Yeah, I don't think it's two full days, but I think it's like two nights even. Yeah, two nights. So, I mean, if you do the math on it, it would probably actually probably would it very well might be two full days, Joe. Again, I didn't do the exact math on that to know exactly how long that would take, but given the size of the battery, keep in mind, folks, the the Hummer EV is the largest, fastest EV made on the planet today. Has the largest battery capacity of any other EV. It's going to take the most time to recharge. Period. Right. And, John, I want to make a little tangent here. I want to talk about confirmation bias. Um, first of all, I, I do not dislike EVs. I think, you know, in a two-car family— They I have think a place. Second- yes. They, they, they have a place in certain families is the way I've always said it, Joe. But if I—by the way, everybody has confirmation bias. And and if I was had a confirmation bias that EVs are a joke, nobody should—they're a waste of money, I would have just 
reposted that all over. I which just I just would have taken a run. See, see, look how awful this is. Which, you by the way, some have. <laughs> right, some have. Right, but realizing that we all have confirmation bias, and I know I'm not an expert in EVs, rather than spread and share that with you know 30 of my friends, I went to an expert. I went to John Rush and said, John, what do you think? Is this you know is this guy's you know retelling? of how long it takes him to charge his Hummer on a level two, is this accurate? So I I don't think I would have done it. No, and, I, and by the way, and I came back and said probably is, but he's not telling the full story, nor would somebody that reposts this tell the full story. This is a 9,000-pound, one of the fastest EVs made at 9,000 pounds. It will do the crab walk. It'll go off-road. It's got a 300-mile range, uh, but it only gets 14 miles per one hour of charge because right. of its right. weight and what it has to do. Joe, you and I both know that just, some of this is just simple physics. Right. Uh, and, 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 I, and John, I, and I, I suspected it could be true, but... Again, I didn't want to share it, uh, and, I, and so I said, let me go to an expert. This is not the type of thing you want to share uh, unless you've validated to find out it's true. Um, and, and the one thing about the article, too, that this is in, and it's from the Western Journal, is it's a little bit ditzing of what's going on. But again, they're not explaining even everything that you and I went through back and forth on the size of the battery, the weight of the vehicle, the capabilities of the vehicle. So on. And again, I, I'm not a fanboy or against them. You know me. I think there's a certain purpose for certain people and certain situations where they work great. I'm one of those with the particular vehicle that I own. I don't know that I would pay $120,000 for a Hummer EV, although here's the other catch that nobody's talking about, and this isn't in the article. If that guy wanted to turn around and sell that vehicle today, he could make fifty grand because that's what they're going for. Uh, no doubt. Hey, but John, just a, a practical question. You know, I've got a, a, a one of my part, business partners in Denver. Uh, he's got a Tesla, and he's taking cross-country trips. But I'm just wondering, even with these Superchargers. If you wanted to go, say Denver to Virginia, uh, in that Hummer, how much time would you have to set aside to recharge that sucker? Uh, a lot, a because again, you're, four, you're 14 miles per one hour of charge on a 240 level two charger, which is the most of what we have. There are some DC fast chargers, but even a DC fast charger is going to take four to five times longer than what his Tesla would take. It, it, that would almost, Joe, I, I really would say it's probably an impossibility to do. Yeah, so it's really not a practical no, cross-country vehicle. It is not. It's, it's a vehicle, you know, that one right now is 100% a uh, status symbol ownership, in my opinion. And maybe take it up the mountains, go skiing. With Correct. It, right? it is a status symbol only. And, and again, and the reason I say that is, for everybody listening, that's a $120,000 vehicle that if you could have bought at retail, that's what you would have paid. They are bringing, at the dealership level, Joe, two hundred grand. So you can see what I mean by it's limited production, status symbol. You know, it's like a guy buying a G-Wagon Mercedes. You're buying it for the status, not for actually what it's going to do for you. Yeah, it's just you can't justify in terms of no. dollars. No, you cannot. This is a very rich man's game owning one of those. And, that, and again, that's the part of this article that I really didn't care for because it's sort of making it sound like every EV is that way, and they're not. Yeah, and, and I think you're spot on in terms of your assessment. John, you get time for one other Sure, topic. go ahead. No, you're fine. we got plenty of time. Go ahead. Um, the other talk about confirmation bias, you know, the uh, FBI every year, you know, for the past four decades, I think, has come out with their annual crime report. And um, they came out yesterday with the new one. And all the liberals are saying, see, see, crime is down, crime is down. Biden's doing a great job. Well, uh, what they don't tell you, if you, and it's easy to find, Last year, the FBI switched to a completely different reporting system, hmm. and that reporting system has been adopted by less than 50 percent of the, of the uh, uh, police agencies in this country. So, of course, if you have only 50 percent of the police agencies, and by the way, including like the entire city of San Francisco, uh, said, no, we, we, we can't get, you know, we don't have time, we, we can't implement the new system, so... They're not getting data from huge city, Philadelphia, San mm -hmm, Francisco, right. the whole state of Florida. They're getting zero data, yet liberals are saying, look what a great job Biden is doing, because according to the FBI report, this is where confirmation bias comes in. Mm -hmm. They don't want to dig down below the surface. So if you read anything about how crime is down under Joe Biden, it is utter and complete nonsense. Yep. In fact, 
I'll venture to say, in fact, I was looking at the CDC data, um, which tracks homicides much more accurately. According to CDC, places like Illinois, the homicide rate is going through the roof. I mm-hmm. mean, it's spiking. I, I, uh, it's like a 45-degree angle going straight, you know, going up on a 45-degree angle. Um, and here's another way to look at it. If the data shows a 3% decline, but 50% of the agencies didn't report, did we really have no. a 3% decline? No, or did of we course not. Or 20% increase? And I think even common sense, Joe, would tell everybody that, I mean, I talked about in the last hour, just some protective things folks need to do when it comes to their own vehicles and what what's what's happening with car theft here in the Denver area, catalytic converter theft and so on. I mean, the reality is you can't hardly leave a car parked anywhere in this town on the street and not have it there tomorrow morning. I mean, it'll be gone if it is. if it is. I mean, they're stealing them right and left. We're the number one city in the country for car theft. How do we get there? Uh, through uh, no lax law enforcement. You got it. Exactly. By the way, in New York City, if you come up and sucker punch some some old woman on the street and put her in the hospital ICU, they let you out on no cash bail the next day. You know Jeez, that, right? What a joke. Um, Unbelievable. Okay, a, a question on um, catalytic converter. Yes. Again, tangent. Um, if you don't have collision insurance and you have to pay for it out of pocket, if you drive your car up to Cheyenne or over to Kansas, can you get uh, a non-California catalytic converter put back on your car? Theoretically, yes. Pay for it if you have to pay for it out yes. of pocket. Yes, yes. Theoretically, yes. And I've known some folks that have done that out of sheer necessity, by the way. Yeah, if you can't. They've had no choice. They couldn't find what they needed here, so they went there. Or, But again, if you have, say, a $500 deductible. um, Insurance is going to pay whether you go to Wyoming or do it here. That's completely up to you. You can get it fixed wherever you want to. if you have insurance, you really don't care. But if you but if you if you don't have collision or comprehensive, you got to pay for it out of pocket. Right. And they tell you what's a California catalytic converter cost. Three oh man! Oh, depending upon the vehicle, you're anywhere from three to seven thousand. You know, for that much money, I drive over to I drive up to. Chicago. Well, I would too, Joe. You definitely would. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I know that goes against the the rules of Colorado, but they're they're stupid rules. I mean, us being on California standards is just insanity. It's dumb, dumb. That's just uh, bureaucracy at its best, Joe. That's all it is. John, I, could, I, I could tell you stories about bureaucracy, including why I'm still waiting to get my concealed carry permit. Oh, jeez. Unbelievable. Four months ago. Unbelievable. <laughs> Joe, love you, man. Thanks for all you do. Appreciate it. Good conversation. I enjoy talking to you. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air is coming up next, folks. And don't forget to find out uh, how their complete uh, power surge protection would work for your home. On top of that, they've got a furnace tune-up special as well. Just go to klzradio.com. You don't think about it, but without protection, everything that is plugged directly into your home's electrical system is at risk. That includes everyday necessities that drastically impact your quality of life. Whole home surge protection installed with absolute electrical heating and air safeguards your everyday essentials. When lightning strikes your home or when snow causes down power lines, this can create a hazardous power surge. When you have faulty wiring or an electrical overload due to too much power being drawn, this can also create a hazardous electrical spike. Absolute doesn't just safeguard key electrical components. They protect your peace of mind in the future, too. Surge protection installation with Absolute is a fail-safe against a disaster you didn't see coming. Protect yourself today. Call 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com slash absolute. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Flesh and Beck, Kevin Flesh, any legal question you have, you need to call Kevin. He should be your first call, 303-806-8886. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law has a unique background that makes him a more effective advocate for you. He handles both criminal and civil cases. Most attorneys only do one or the other, but Kevin has almost 25 years of experience on both sides, which means he has more practice in the courtroom. Most personal injury attorneys will say they have experience in court, but since only about 10% of personal injury cases actually go to trial, Those attorneys only appear in court once or twice a year. Because Kevin also takes criminal cases, he appears in court constantly. Kevin has a rare ability to present an argument that only comes from years of experience learning how to read a courtroom. 
Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh continues to practice both civil and criminal defense because he believes the courtroom keeps him nimble. Trial tested, trial ready. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Schedule a free consultation now, 303-806-8886. Okay, in our home transitions where they want to take care of you and whatever you need to do real estate-wise, and they're... There are two real estate agents, uh, two ladies that want to help you, two for the price of one, K&R Home Transitions, and they'll help you through the entire process, selling, buying, moving up, down, sideways, whatever you're looking to do, they'll help you. 720-437-8210. With K&R Home Transitions, you get more than you see on the surface and two experts for the price of one. Can you imagine if you had to hire two realtors? With each of them having different areas of expertise, they are able to do more than the typical agent to help you get the best deal for your home purchase or to sell your home for top dollar fast. After all, one agent simply can't know everything or do everything. Speaking of doing, Cat and Robin are not shy about getting their hands dirty. From cleaning toilets to laying baseboards, they've done it. As a team, they work hard in tandem because they realize that you need more from the current housing market and you need more for your home. K&R Home Transitions does everything in their power to go above and beyond throughout the buying and selling process because it is truly about you and doing their best for you. Get more than you see on the surface. Get two for the price of one. Visit klzradio.com slash home. Again, that's klzradio.com slash home. Powered by Worth Clark Realty. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, I had one of my shops actually text me, by the way, which I appreciate Legacy up in Boulder. And uh, Brent, my good friend up there, texted me and said they've had some vehicles come into their shop without catalytic converters on them. They've been stolen under insurance and depending upon the value of the car and the cost of the repair the insurance company totals the car if that ends up being the case they they're going to write you a check for whatever the car caught you know whatever the car's value is and you're out trying to buy another car because they're not going to fix it what a stupid way of doing things by the way that's all because we have a new law in colorado that california approved catalytic converters have to go back on that vehicle even though it never came with it in the first place that's the consequences of bad leadership and bad laws folks that's what happens dan and blackhawk you're next why isn't heidi bringing that out about polis great question these are things that everybody should be talking about these are bad policies that cost everybody money yeah, and it's, I mean, if she had any common sense, she would say uh, Polis is all about Coloradans, but uh, she doesn't care about the struggling single woman who has two kids to feed mouths and somebody steals her catalytic converter. She doesn't have the money. To, no. I mean, she's she, hard enough for her to pay for she, And she may only have liability only on the car, then what, Dan? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, uh, under the old calendar converter, I mean, it would be, what, three, four hundred bucks. Now it's over a thousand bucks. Or more. It, you know, it's, it, prior probably was a thousand. Now it's three to four. Yes. Well, I don't know. Huge that, money. Huge, huge difference. And, and I, I but you, you know, got, point well taken. I mean, what, what does she yeah. do in that case? And she, you know, again, Democrat policies don't help anyone but themselves and affect the poor the worst. Yes. And I don't know why Heidi isn't bringing this up. It just drives me nuts. Um, does she have any backbone? I don't think she does. So, unfortunately. I mean, bring this stuff up. So, um, to Joe's comment on the uh, Hummer yes. driving from Colorado out to Virginia, it wouldn't take that long. All you'd have to do is just put a gas generator on top of your car <laughs> and start your car up as you're driving. That's hilarious. Um you know, in all work? seriousness, that sounds good, but I don't think, Dan, you could put enough power back into it for what it's using to even do what you just said. Yeah. So, I mean, the, re- I mean, the reality is that thing is sucking so much juice from its own batteries, you're going to have to trailer that thing around. It is not going to go coast to coast. It's just not going to ever happen. Well, get a gener- generator trailer. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to have a generator trailer. Literally, yeah. and keep in mind, you know, those things cannot charge while moving, so you're still going to stop and charge. 
<laughs> so you're, I mean, even if you had that, you, there's no, you know, you see these pictures. That's why these pictures aren't true. You see these pictures of a Tesla with a trailer and a cord going in it. They will not charge while moving. So the reality yeah. is that's not even a true picture because there's no way that can happen. Somebody's photoshopped that in. So it's yeah. impossible. They will not allow you to charge while moving. Yeah, and then um, remember California December uh, said that it has to be all uh, non-combustible uh, cars sold in what twenty thirty five. Twenty thirty five for California, and we have to be I think five percent sales. Don't don't somebody could look that up for me. I don't have it in front of me, but I think it's five percent sales EV in Colorado by twenty thirty. And then the next week, the power company told told people in California not to charge. Right. EVs because there wasn't enough capacity on the grid. Yeah, I'm right. Five percent of EVs have to be sold uh, by. Actually, I'm wrong. It has to be. Let's see here. Uh, I got to look this up. The electric plan for 2020 is when this came out. I may be off on my on my facts. It might be sooner than what I'm I'm claiming here, guys. Give me one second, and I'll look this up really fast. Sorry, there's a lot of pages here. Um, their target is to sell 940,000 EVs by 2030. Uh, the law is going to be um, increasing the number of light duties to 940,000 by 2030, developing all sorts of other nonsense plans, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I believe that they will not allow... Uh, in other words, if you're a dealer, you have to sell a certain amount of EVs. I believe it is by 2030. I'm still trying to find the exact number, but that, that the only way they're going to achieve that goal is they have to implement some sort of a mandate where dealers sell them, period, Dan. You know that as well as I. Yeah, well, th- this is what drives me nuts. So, uh, you know, I got an e-bike, right? Right. And the Forest Service is shutting down trails to e-bikes because, right. quote-unquote, they consider them a vehicle, which they're not. They're a pedal assist. I mean, if you throttle the thing, you're going to lose your battery and you're going to be back to pedaling anyways. And it's just the stupid knowledge, and it's what I would call the, the mountain bike purists that don't like them because there are things, but what they don't understand is there's people that are older, and I'm like, just wait till you get to your 50s or 60s and you don't have Correct. the strength and the stamina that you did when you were in your 20s and 30s. Correct. And But they're considering them like vehicles, and that's why they're shutting them down. I'm like, then throw the e-bikes in there if you want to keep them as vehicles, because then they will hit their quota. You know, and, and I, you can ride them things um, and use them for transportation, but most people aren't, because you can't put anything on them. I mean, you can, but not as much as you can in a vehicle. Mm, interesting. Uh, yeah. Interesting. I mean, I, just so you know, I, I, one of my toys broke down last fall, and I had to use my e-bike to get back home or get back to my vehicle to replace the battery. I don't know. I was going down the highway. I was pedaling. I was going 48 miles an hour. Wow. Holy cow. Yeah. That's rolling right along. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, that is. That's <laughs> rolling right along. Yeah. yeah I mean, that, that was in, like the highest gear, and I was pedaling pretty good, but <laughs> with the pedal assist, and that was at 750 watts. My bike can go up to 1,500 watts. Wow. So if I put it, if I put it at 1,500 in my pedal cart, I might be able to push six. <laughs> and how, how fast does it recharge, Dan? Uh, I've never noticed because I just plug it in and ignore it, but you can get fast chargers. I think, uh, I've got just the regular, it's like a trickle charge. So I think it, it, I've never drained it down to like 20% is what you're supposed to let it go to. I've never gotten that far down, but it takes a couple hours hmm. when I'm at 50, 50%. You know, and that's on a 110 volt. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, and they have fast chargers, so that would be, if I get a fast charger, it would probably be an hour. But I'm confused a, as to why the Forest Service is is killing those. I mean, what, what's their, what, what's the theory behind that? They're not, there's no emissions, there's, no, I mean, what's the theory behind that? I, I think what it is, is you got these mountain bike enthusiasts, and they don't like somebody on an e-bike coming up the trail on them. The thing is, is they got fatter tires, lower pressure, and they do less impact than the the one and a quarter tires do right. on a regular mountain bike. And also, uh, so in archery season, and I was uh, hiking trails, 
And this was last year. Somebody rode a motorcycle back where they weren't supposed to. And the, the trail marks from that motorcycle were in there last year. And when I went back in there again this year, they were still there. Mm-hmm. Whereas an e-bike, now what, what is a motorcycle on a trail bike weigh? 250 pounds? Well, yes, yeah, some of them probably more than that, depending upon the bike, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a motorcycle guy, but, but what I was saying is you got more torque on a, on a gas engine. Even though the e-bike, I got incredible torque because it's a mid-drive. And, um, but my tires, so somebody rode an e-bike in there, and they could on the trail I was on. And we had that rain, we had a lot of rain in the middle of September, and it basically washed away the e-bike uh, tracks, but the motorcycle tracks are still in there. So I don't understand why the Forest Service is shutting them things, shutting trails down. I, I think it is a lack of knowledge. Mm. And I think what uh, the people that do have the, the e-bikes, like I do, we probably need to get an advocacy group together yeah. and actually uh, get with the Forest Service and actually have them ride them so they can see what they are. Because, you know, you get misinformation and you talk about it. Well, it's, yeah, that's what Joe said. It's that, informa- you know, it's, it's that confirmation bias they have where they don't even understand what they're talking about. Right. So they probably had somebody... And I may be wrong, but somebody said, oh, they're, they're a motor vehicle, so no, we're going to shut them down. And, um, like I said, my I think my tires, if I remember correct, I can't exceed 30 pounds PSI on the tires, and it's a 4-inch wide tire on mine. So they're pretty soft tires, and they don't leave much of an imprint. Hmm. So... I, 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 again, I, and you know me, I, I'm, I'm, I want to learn more about those. I'm very interested, and I just got to take time to stop and do that because they, they, they intrigue me. I, I actually am very intrigued by them. We'll catch me. Uh, I'll do email it. Email me, and, and we'll, we'll figure out. You live yeah. in Golden. I live yep. in Black Ops, so it'd be easy enough for me to bring it down and nice. ride it and okay. check it out. So, all right, okay? awesome. Dan, appreciate it very much. Have a great afternoon and evening. I appreciate all you do for us. Great info. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. They want to help you with all of your plumbing needs, and they're looking for help as well. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Come join the Hi-Fi team. Hi-Fi Plumbing has been in business for over 10 years in Denver, Colorado, and was recently awarded Denver Chamber of Commerce Small Business of the Year. We are a family business focused on residential service with two locations in the Denver metro, and we're hiring. We're currently looking for plumbing technicians, installers, apprentices, customer service representatives, and dispatchers. High Five offers competitive perks with full medical benefits, including health, vision, and dental, paternity and maternity leave, unlimited time off with advance notice, and 48 hours of PTO. Strategize your career and work at High Five Plumbing. Our apprentice program will teach you and guide you to become a plumbing technician. You'll be around our best senior technicians in the industry. No matter what you apply for, High Five offers regular training and career development opportunities. Apply to be a part of the High Five Plumbing Crew and find a professional, growth-oriented community where every workday ends with a high five. Apply at HighFivePlumbing.com and click on Now Hiring. All right, you might need tires before you head into winter, and I would expect you to do that so that you're not one of those people during the first snowstorm slipping and sliding all over the place not knowing what they're doing. Don't be that guy. Get into Extreme today, 303-841-1071 or klzradio.com. Go with your gut. You know when an estimate from a mechanic doesn't feel right. Maybe they're telling you to fix a bunch of stuff you didn't even know was broken. Maybe their prices seem surprisingly high. The team at Extreme Auto Repair in Parker will give you a second opinion for free so you know what's reasonable and what's not. They can typically beat the prices of their competitors, but they won't hold it against you if you decide to go back to the first guy. Either way, you have the peace of mind. The team at Extreme Auto Repair wants to keep you safe and help your vehicle last longer, but they never want to pressure you into repairs that you don't really need. So with every estimate, the team at Extreme Auto Repair will give you a priority list, showing you all of your recommended maintenance items in order, from most to least important. That way, you decide what you want to take care of now and what can wait until later. Free second opinions at klzradio.com slash extreme. Promises kept. Solar Energy Partners, call Alan today. Find out whether that's a good fit for you. You're buying energy at today's prices, not for the future, which saves you money. And there's multiple ways this works. He can explain all of it to you. And it's unique for each and every one of you in your home. So call him to find out how it works for you. 303-378-7537. When you pay your power bill, 1% of the money 
is used to hire people whose jobs are to increase your power bill. Never see another rate increase from Big Energy again when you invest with solar energy for your home with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners. Getting you a return for your solar investment is Alan's main priority. You may even receive a negative bill from the energy company, meaning they pay you. Alan's primary concern is saving you money with solar. Enjoy consistent rates, a 30% federal tax credit, and increased market value on your home. Alan only sells what he believes will give you a great financial return. The unprecedented rate increases are only going to continue. Locking in a lower rate now means that no matter what the government lets big energy do, you'll still pay the same rate or less for your energy. Don't pay them to raise the rates on you. Make an investment with your power now. Make your investment today by contacting Alan at klzradio.com slash sun or by calling 303-378-7537. This is Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we're back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And yes, OPEC is going to cut production by 2 million barrels. So in response to that, the Biden administration is preparing to scale down sanctions on Venezuela's authoritarian regime and allow Chevron to resume pumping oil there. No shock. They've got to do something to try to get some oil production back in. We're not doing it here in America because of the stupid policies that this White House administration has. And yes, they are stupid. They're restrictive. They're not allowing the companies to do what they would normally do in these types of times, uh, leases and so on. We've been through that many, many times on the program, so I'm not going to get into all those details. But the reality is they're now going to Venezuela and going to allow Chevron to produce more oil to offset, again, what's happening with OPEC. The Biden administration, I think, finally, finally realizes that they're going to lose big in the 2022 or 2022 midterms, these ones coming up. A lot of it due to his policies, one of them being on oil, gas prices, the economy, the recession that we're in, the Fed doing what it's doing, interest rates being high, uh, housing taking a little bit of a slump now, and so on. Uh, The reality is this administration knows exactly what it's doing. They seem to be clueless, but they know exactly what they're doing. It's all part of their plan. What they don't realize is... They've done all this way too fast. It's going to cost them elections. That's my prediction. There's some key races across the country. We talk about some of this in the National Crawford Roundtable. You'll hear that here in just a few minutes. The reality is they're doing, in my opinion, what they've always wanted to do. They're just being very open and honest about it right now. They're not doing anything you know, behind the scenes. They're doing it right out in the open. This is exactly what they've wanted to do all along. For those of you that think the Democrats are on your side, they're not. Even those of you that are Democrats, they're not on your side. No more than Hitler was on the side of his people back in the day. Everybody thought that they were, but they weren't. And we know that now from history. You Democrats that think you're voting for the right thing, you're not. You're being duped. You're stupid, frankly. You're, you're dumb as a rock. You're believing in something that doesn't exist. The utopia that they're promising you does not exist. They're promising you the world, but they can't deliver. An old saying in business, under-promise and over-deliver. The Democrats are doing the opposite. They're going to over-promise and under-deliver. It's what they're famous for. Yet you guys on that side vote for them all the time. I don't understand it. I just don't get it. Are you just that dumb? Do you not see what they're doing? And this isn't a right versus left issue. This is, frankly, what are they doing to humanity? And do you agree with it? You, you, you have to be a total nut job to vote for a Democrat. And those of you that are Christians that do this, you're even nuttier. You're dumber than they are. I don't know what Kool-Aid you're drinking. And or what Bible you read. Or don't read, maybe. I, I don't get it. You're nut jobs. You, you, you are believing in something that just frankly does not exist. And again, that utopia that they promise you doesn't exist. Never has, never will. There hasn't been a dictator yet that promised utopia that delivered. What they deliver is destruction, pain, suffering, death, 
The rich get rich, the poor get poor. That's what they deliver. Go look anywhere around the world and tell me I'm wrong. That's where we're headed with that party if you allow them to continue to stay in power. I'm guessing that won't happen because there's going to be a big change in 2022. And I think even a bigger change in 2024 because I don't know how that's going to work. Joe Biden has even said, yep, I want to be the guy that runs. Here's my prediction, by the way. Some of you may disagree with me on this. Joe and I had a disagreement on this. He didn't think Uncle Joe would make it this far, but he has. Joe from Jersey didn't think he'd make it to the 2022 midterms. He's going to and beyond. Here's my prediction of Uncle Joe, Joe Biden. He has a lot more power in the party than anyone gives him credit for. A lot more. And it's showing every day. And if Uncle Joe says he's going to run, he'll run. That, in my opinion, is the power that he has over the Democrat Party. What power does he have and where did it come from? That I don't have an answer to. But I guarantee you, he's got more power in the party than anybody gives him credit for. More than I even ever said he would have. I'll be the first to admit, I was wrong. I did not think he had that much power. I thought he was a puppet. He's not. I believe Joe pulls more strings than anyone gives him credit for. That's my feeling. I don't think I'm wrong. And when he came out yesterday and said, I'm going to run again, mark my words, he'll run again. It'll be exactly what we have right now, Joe and Kamala running all over again. Now, is that an easy ticket to beat? I think it is. I hope that's exactly what happens. I hope his pride gets the best of him. I think it will. But believe me, folks, when I say this, and a lot of folks will disagree with me, he's got more power in the party than anyone gives him credit for. So we'll see how this turns out. Affordable interest mortgages next. Kurt Rogers, he wants to help you with all of your mortgage needs. Ask about the all-in-one loan, which in a time like now works fabulous. 720-895-0500. With rates on the rise, how do you get the best rate? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Did you know that when you get cash out or your FICO score is below a 740 or you're financing a condo versus a single-family home, it will cost you more in rate and fees? Many lenders are charging more. Stop paying it. At Affordable Interest Mortgage, we have lenders that don't charge. Trying to purchase a second home, or is your loan amount considered a high balance or jumbo? There they go again, charging you more. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Let us show you a loan that doesn't charge more. Seeing a low rate, but not reading the small print, only to realize all the extra costs and fees? Again, stop. Call 720-895-0500. Affordable Interest Mortgage. Quit paying fees and closing costs that are unnecessary. Get a low rate without all the extra cost. Let us show you how to save thousands. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable interest mortgage. 720-895-0500. Serving Coloradans for over 20 years. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by DORA. Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith wants to help you with all of your financial planning, and he is a financial advisor. Call him today. Go to klzradio.com. Golden Eagle Financial can help you create a retirement plan with provisions which ensure that you stay financially secure as you move into retirement. Al Smith can help you add provisions to your plan so you know that when you do retire, you're protected. In retirement, you will need ready money for emergencies growing assets to supplement your income, a good chunk of savings, and guaranteed funds. Al can help make your income last by selecting the right financial products. He'll help you increase your income when necessary. Al Smith can also help you prepare financially by conserving what you have so that you're protected in the case of unforeseen circumstances. Schedule a consultation for financial advising from Al Smith at Golden Eagle Financial. Go to klzradio.com slash money. That's klzradio.com slash money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors, an SEC registered advisor. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Barb with the United Way of Weld County said, We are very happy with the copiers we currently have, and your customer service is exceptional. Doug is a great technician and is always prompt in coming out whenever we have a problem with one of our copiers. Thanks again for your wonderful partnership and customer service. I'm glad we are working with you. 
If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or need service on equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance does not work for any insurance company. They can shop the market and find you the best premium for the coverage that you need. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Really quick, too, a couple of things I want to follow up on on the EV topic, which we do from time to time, and I figured today was a good day to do that. One of the things that's coming up right now as well uh, that will need to be addressed is, as I've said many times, EVs, electric vehicles, are heavy, heavier than a regular vehicle. For example, my Chevy Bolt, which is a very small, compact type car. It's, it's not quite as small as a Chevy Spark. If you've seen one of those running around, it's a little bigger than a Spark, but the reality is that's about the size of it, of it that it is. Typically, that car would weigh 2,500 pounds or so. Mine weighs 3,600 pounds. My car is 1,000 pounds heavier than a car of its same likeness, gas-powered car of the same likeness. So they're much heavier. I've said before, Tesla weighs about 42 to 4,400 pounds, empty, by the way, not with passengers and gear and all that in it. What's happening is... The transporters that run these vehicles from the train depot out to the dealerships, or in some cases from state to state, depending upon how they're being delivered, are complaining that they're too heavy for their car haulers. It's overloading them, which means they won't be able to transport as many of them per transport, which is going to drive up the cost of freight getting those vehicles out to said dealership. Something that probably hasn't been considered. It's like, think of it this way. A load of Teslas would be like having the same load of F-150s. The problem is they're more condensed and smaller, so you can put more of them on a transport truck, but you won't be able to because the weight will be too high. So this is something that the industry will also have to determine and figure out how that works because those haulers are only allowed to carry so much weight by law. So it'll be interesting to see what happens on that and whether or not the government gets involved with changing the laws around how heavy those transports can be to get enough of these to market. Another problem no one really ever thought through, as usual. Typical for our government, no one ever thinks ahead. These vehicles weigh a lot more than regular vehicles do. And again, there's laws on how much weight these truckers can actually carry that's what these folks are that carry these the transport trucks are actually a you know you, you've seen them you know what i'm talking about a car hauler they're you know mini 18 wheeler that have a car you know car uh transport trailer on the back and so on the other thing that's happening is because of the cost of electricity increasing in a lot of areas tesla out in california especially is now raising its supercharger prices to the point where it's the same as paying $6 a gallon for gasoline. You're going to get to the point with some of these EVs in certain areas where there's not going to be any savings when it's all said and done as far as the fuel costs go. So it'll be interesting to see when the quote-unquote honeymoon ends when it comes to some of these vehicles. As, as I said Monday, I believe, I believe that there's a cold following with some of these vehicles, Tesla being one of them. There's cult falling with a lot of vehicles, by the way. I mentioned that on Monday as well. But Tesla's one of them. When will that end or will it? Maybe it won't. There was a cult following with the, you know, Volts, Volts. It's supposed to be, I learned this the other day too. We all say Volkswagen. It's actually supposed to be pronounced with an F, Volkswagen. In German, all the Vs are Fs. We always say Volkswagen. It's Volkswagen. I'll never get that said correctly, but it's Volkswagen. <laughs> Charlie's making fun of me. <laughs> Anyways, they sold the Beetle. I, I didn't realize. But, but keep in mind, the Beetle was a very unique car, had a cult following because of what it was, and and if it was still sold today, it probably still would be sold. People would still buy it just because of what it was. I wonder when it comes to some of the EVs, Tesla being one of them, especially 
when people start realizing that you can go buy another EV besides a Tesla that actually is a nicer, better built, more put together car, what's that going to do to their sales? I talked about that some on Monday. But in turn, if Tesla becomes more expensive to own overall, it's really, I think, going to cut into their sales. So it'll be interesting to see how this works. Right now, the prices are going up in areas like California. So where the price of electricity has gone up, so is the price of charging your Tesla, of course. goes hand in hand. Veteran windows and doors. Keep in mind, Dave Bancroft, would, owner there, by the way, would love to help you with whatever you've got going on with your windows and doors. There's ways to save money and even pay for these, by the way. There's financing available. Have Dave come out, analyze what's going on with your home, what you can do to improve things. He's not a salesman. He's going to come out and just explain to you what he can do, how it works, and how you, at the end of the day, would save money. 303-529-0720 or find him at klzradio.com. Dave Bancroft, owner of Veteran Windows and Doors, is so confident in his quality, service, and fair prices that he challenges you to find three quotes from the competitors that even come close. Dave doesn't just go above and beyond your expectations. He does it all at up to half the cost. Veteran Windows and Doors is founded on the Marine Corps ideals of integrity, knowledge, and dependability. And Dave practices these principles in every deal he makes. That's why Veteran Windows and Doors prioritizes giving you the information you need to feel confident in your decision, like their lifetime warranty on your purchase. They also offer a five-year installation guarantee and ensure that your energy efficiency ratings exceed the required code standards. Pay up to half the cost when you work with Veteran Windows and Doors. See the savings for yourself with a comparison quote. Get 35% off when you mention KLZ Radio. Call Dave at 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720 or visit klzradio.com slash windows. Suck it up, buttercup. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. One thing I was going to get to today that I did not have time, I apologize, and maybe I'll get to this tomorrow, is Caitlyn Jenner who we all know who that is, <clears throat> Bruce Jenner, who's now Caitlin, sent out a tweet a couple of days ago. Ann gave me this, producer Ann. We cannot have biological boys with penises changing next to our daughters in locker rooms and then have our daughters scolded by the school. This is so backwards, shame on Vermont, because there's a story coming out of Vermont along these lines. I, I try my best to talk about this tomorrow. What I wanted to get to is the comments on Twitter back to Caitlin. Vile, ugly, rude. Of course, these are all liberals, because that's mostly what's on Twitter. Basically telling Caitlin she has no business talking about this. Well, if there's anybody that should be able to talk about it, it would be him, her, versus anyone else, by the way. But again, if I get some time tomorrow, I'll get back to that. Uh, don't forget, National Crawford Roundtable is next. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, should have Dr. Kelly Victory with me during the first hour tomorrow. So if you have any questions along those lines, be sure to text those in. Otherwise, I'll see you tomorrow. Have a great night. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.